Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepoint.com. Uh, it is, uh, this, is, this is my first sermon I've ever preached at Life Point. I'm, I gotta say, I'm a little bit nervous, but I think it's gonna, I think it's a word that I do, I do feel strongly for the church, and uh, I think it'll be good. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. I'm gonna be reading out of Romans 12. I want us to stand for the reading of the word. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Jesus, thank you for allowing us to come together and to learn about you and to fellowship with each other and to glorify you. I pray that you would be glorified in everything that is said and done on this night. And I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you for the miracles that you have planned for this service. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, Romans chapter 12, he is, so Paul is writing to the Roman church. He says, beseech ye therefore, brethren. And he, he makes a reference to a Jewish custom of the time, animal sacrifices. It was a, uh, it was a, it was a interesting practice. It was basically everything that we don't, uh, we don't do now because now Jesus was our sacrifice, and now praise the Lord, we don't have to kill lambs. But Paul makes Paul makes a reference to sacrifice because he is draw he is drawing a conclusion of finding what is good and perfect perfect for your life, finding what, uh, finding how it, imp- how it impacts you specifically, but, uh, so I started researching a little bit of the sacrifices, I started going through my least favorite, what well, was my least favorite book of the Bible, Leviticus, because I've always heard like time and time again, just, it's terrible, it's just, you don't, you don't read that unless you want to go to sleep, so I decided I'm going to hardcore study this because I want to know what it is. I want to know what it means. And so I began to dive in. It's a tough read. So I started reading commentaries next to it. And so I found some very, stri- some very striking parallels, okay? Because uh, I found my favorite type of sacrifice, which is called a peace sacrifice. What The idea is that you are sitting down and you're fellowshipping with God in this sacrifice. And that kind of reminded me of... My work. If it, for those of y'all who don't know, I have a graphic for this place. This is my favorite job in the world. You want to go ahead and throw that? Uh, there it is right there. Give it up for Ruth Chris. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, this is the best filet mignon in, in any chain restaurant you'll ever find, okay? I'm trying to get that promotion right now, so I'm going to share this with my managers. But I will say I will say this, okay? Working at Ruth's Chris as a host, I have noticed that. I've no, how how is, any, is there a lot of customer service workers in the house tonight? Yep, customer service. Typically, 
You come across a lot of interesting people. You come across a lot of really cool people. You also come across a lot of not very bright people. My first day of working there, I kid you not, five people walked into the restaurant. They're like, hey, uh, do you have any, like, vegetarian options? I was like, this is Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. There is, n- <laughs> there is none. <laughs> there is green beans. That's it. We have... I, I've had, it's, it's a fancy restaurant. It's like, it's like a high, it's a fine dining restaurant, okay? I've had people call and be like, yeah, I'm a regular there. Well, they'll walk in in like SpongeBob pajamas. That's happened multiple times. Ru- customer, customer service, you, it, it, it always attracts dumb people. I love them, but it attracts just the dumbest people of all time. But, they're all, going, they're all going there for a reason. They all want to get some good steak. They all want to sit down. Half the time, they want to sit in fellowship with each other. And that's what the peace sacrifice was. It was literally you sit down with God, and you are having a quote-unquote dinner. Because here's the, here's the idea, okay? Most sacrifices, you would burn the entire animal. The peace sacrifice, there were certain things that went to God. You would sort of split it half and half, okay? So what were those things? Um, Leviticus chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 6. It's going to be a little long one, so bear with me. When his offering is a sacrifice of a peace offering, if he offers it of the herd, whether male or female, he shall offer it without blemish before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand on the head of his offering and kill it at the door of the tabernacle meeting. And Aaron's sons, the priest, shall sprinkle the blood all around the altar. And then he shall offer the sacrifice of the peace offering, an offering made by the fire to the Lord. The fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is on the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat that is on them by the flanks, and the fatty lobe, which is attached to the liver above the kidneys, he shall remove. And Aaron's son shall burn it on the altar upon the burnt sacrifice, which is on the wood that is on the fire, as an offering made by fire, a sweet aroma to the Lord. Bear with me. I told you it's a tough book to read. If his offering as a sacrifice of peace offering to the Lord is of the flock, whether male or female, he shall offer it without blemish. I'm going to be honest, the first like five times I read that, I completely spaced out. I didn't interpret any of it. And then I started reading commentaries, and then what I realized, it blew my mind. So, if you notice, there are three things that are sacrificed before the Lord. Three things that are given to the Lord. There's a ton of symbolism before them. The first, uh, the first is the kidney. But the kidney is a special little case, okay? Because if you start searching, you start searching through the scripture, you'll notice that, that there are instances in the Psalms where they talk about the kidney, but you won't read it as kidney. In fact, you'll probably read it as a few other verses. Let me go ahead and give you, a, uh, give you an example. Proverbs 23, 16 says that, my son, if your heart is wise, my own heart also will be glad, and my inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Inmost being is the same word as kidney. Kidney is the emotional center in, Hebrew, in the Hebrew language. Uh, Kyle and, let me pr- try and pronounce this right, Dalish, uh, they described it as, uh, they, they quoted this. The kidneys were regarded as the seat of the tenderest and deepest emotions and can only have set forth the better or inmost kernel of the man. So, the things, so first you got to realize that the, symbol, the symbolism behind these sacrifices, you realize that like 
What, you're, what you are being asked to give to God, what you are sacrificing to God is who you, your inmost being, the emotional center of who you are. I, I, am a bi- I am a big fan of personality tests. I love psychology. Uh, my favorite is something called the Myers-Briggs personality type. And one of, the, one of the things is whether or not you're a T or an F. So an F is a feeler. They, they will make their decisions based on how they feel. A T is a thinker. They will, ba- they will base what decisions they make in life based on what they think. I am like 90% T, so I always say like I don't feel emotion. I have, this ab- I have this ability to just at the drop of a hat, boom, I am now, think- I am now cutting off all emotion in my decision making. But one of the best, one, one, one life lesson I learned is that it is, a lot, it is a lot easier to do something than it is to feel something. Okay? I worked in customer service for a number of years, and I found that it's very easy to get frustrated with people. But it is a lot, it's a lot harder to smile at someone and say, you know what, you're right. But it's a lot harder to feel like, like looking at that person and say, you're right. It is, a lot, it is a lot harder to be able to look at someone who is doing you wrong and tell them that you love them. But that is, that is living with the transformed mind that Paul was talking about in Romans. He did, again, I beseech ye therefore, brethren. He talked about the transforming of the mind. That is how we are called to live and that is what we need to be striving for each and every single day. Now, the second thing that was sacrificed was the fat. And I believe that, I know for myself, I've gained, doesn't look like it, but I gained a little bit of fat over the holidays. I'm very, very willing to sacrifice that. But the fat represented the best of the animal. It represented the status of the herd. If you were to offer up a fat lamb, that would say, I am offering up the best of what I have, the best of what I have to offer. I am willing to give God exactly my best, my priority in each and every single aspect of my life. But I'm, willing, I'm, willing to put, I'm willing to sacrifice the best of what I offer. I'm willing to prioritize him above my work. I'm willing to prioritize him above my friends. I'm willing to prioritize him above my family because God is the most important relationship I can possibly have. And then on top, on top of that, you begin to realize that Israel was a very, very nat- it was a nasty place in those times. They didn't have a lot of good hygiene. And so if they were to eat the fat, more than likely they'd get sick, it could possi- and it would possibly kill them. So then why it was considered their best, I don't know, but it was, consider- it was considered the absolute best of the animal until you start to think that when it- what you think is best might not actually be the best thing for you. You might have to trust in God a little bit. And then the third thing that was offered up was, this one's my favorite, was the liver. Is it a little? So the liver, in Hebrew culture, it really didn't bear a lot of cultural significance until you begin to look around what time period it was, who was around them, and then you realize that in the ancient times, 
There was a lot of pagan religion around them, okay? There was a lot of pagan religion, and you begin to realize that, you begin to realize that what they would do is they would take the liver, they would sacrifice an animal, and they would use that to try and read the future, okay? So we were supposed, so the, he- the priests of the time, they sacrificed that. They completely cut that option out of their life, okay? They completely cut that option because what they were saying was, I will rely on God for my future and nothing else. It was a complete, a complete declaration of trust in God, Romans 12.2 related the renewal of your mind to discerning the will of God. I don't, need, I don't need to rely on anything but God's will for where I'm going, okay? If you're willing to put him first, you're not going to have to wonder what God's saying to you. And if you're willing, if you're willing to completely transform, to completely dive all in, you're going to realize that if you trust in God, take some risks, then you will not have... You'll worry, but it'll all be, it'll all work out. Um, there was, I heard a story from this, I heard a story from this old guy at Ruth Chris. He liked to tell puns. And he, uh, he, told, he told me a story about a guy who was walking along the side of, side of a cliff. And... This man was just walking and walking, and then he, he tripped on a, ro- on a rock, and he got back up. You know, and then he tripped over a twig, and this time he fell off the side of the cliff. And he was hanging. He caught a branch on his way down, and m- this man was just hanging, and he just started yelling out, Help! Help! Is anybody there? Is anybody there? And he hears a, vo- he hears a voice, and it's like, I'm here. How- I'm here. What do you need? And, th- and this man says, I don't see you. Who are you? He says, I'm God. So it's like, God, if you're there, I'll need you to help me off, I'll need you to help me off this branch. I'm stuck. I can't get up. And so God's like, okay, you're going to have to trust me on this. I need you to let go of the branch. This man goes, what? God's like, yes, trust me. Let go of the branch. This man is silent for a few moments, and then he finally starts yelling, Help! Is anybody else there? And as funny as that is, it is is easy to fall into that rut, to fall into a mindset of "I'll do what God, I'll do exactly what God wants me to do," until it gets until it gets a little tough, until until it gets inconvenient, until it's not what I want to do. I want God to pick me up off the branch. I don't want to have to take a leap of faith. But sometimes you are going to have to take a leap of faith. Sometimes you are going to have. Sometimes you are going to have to make some decisions that don't seem quite what you're wanting to see, quite what you're wanting to make. Something different. It's a little short, but if the musicians could come, if we could all stand. Paul talked of sacrifices in Romans 12. He wasn't... He talked, about, he talked about sacrifices. He wasn't just talking about time. He wasn't just talking about money, which those are important, but he wasn't just talking about those things. He was talking about your lifestyle. Because in, in every single sacrifice of Hebrew times, you would have, the, entire, the, entire animal would have to, the entire animal would have to be given. He, we, so when we are told to present ourselves as living sacrifices, 
Paul is essentially saying, I want you to dive completely in. I want you to, I want you to dive 100%. Give yourself to me. Trust me. In every situation that you go through, trust me. In every hardship that you go through, trust me. In every lost job, trust me. In every financial debt, trust me. In every personal debt, trust me. Trust me in that trust me in that situation for that kid that won't come to church. We all have a lot of us have some friends, some mutual friends who have uh, walked away from walked away from the faith. I, pr- I pray for them on the regular. I think about them, but in that situation, trust God. S- submit yourself. That's what the, that's what the idea of sacrifice was was the idea of submission. So I, I encourage you tonight, if you, if, you feel, if you feel like you've been needing to make that change in your life, you need to maybe make that change in that relationship, make that change in, make that change in just that mindset that you have, then I, I'm here to give you that confirmation. You need to make that change. If we could all come to the front. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For more information on our church or Pastor Donald, or if you plan to attend one of our services, please visit our website at golifepoint.com.